Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude. Oh, I'm kind of sad today because I have to end my series of soulful songwriters. If you've been paying attention the last couple weeks, I've had this glorious amount of interactions and conversations with some of the best professionals that are all at all spectrums of their career. And last week I had a second part to the series that I'm calling Soulful Songwriters of the Future. And I loved it because I really worked very diligently on covering all kind of genres of music because, you know, music is one of those things that has such diversity to it. And nowadays there's offshoots from the stables that we're used to, like jazz or country and western or adult contemporary. So it's kind of hard to hit them all, but I tried to do my best in the last couple weeks to represent some pain and pleasure that we all experience in our lives. And somehow we all find music as a determining factor for which we all can relate to. It takes us through these emotions as we listen to the music. And if you listened last week, I presented a young new author and artist of the future, and his name was Mariah Banagi, and he was the first of the soul songwriters for the future, and believe it or not, his song and his show last week hit number one for publicity hits and inquiries over the last week from my publicist at Imagine Publicity, and as I was thinking about that, he beat all the other old-timers, I guess, or the professionals, if we want to call them. But you have to understand what that means. The client list at Imagine Publicity is really over the top. It's a pretty big deal that Change Already was able to beat out all the competition, even though we all work for the same goal, which is to be out there and speaking our truth and sending messages. Go figure, it's the young ones that really beat all the big professionals. And I understand why, because I was listening to Mariah's music, and I'm going to bring a young woman here on in a few minutes. And if you listen to them, they have some innocence to them that I think as we get older we lose, and it's 
painted sometimes in our music because obviously music we talk about and they sing about and write about what they know. So I really wanted to make sure that I hit all perspectives of angst and pleasure in the last couple of weeks for that. So I'm very happy. And if you didn't have a chance to hear Marais Benagi's show last week or you want to listen to any of the other soul songwriters, which were just a plethora of professionals, you can go back to Change Already Blog Talk Radio or you can go to my website, which is com. Or you can go to Imagine Publicity or my Facebook page. And if you can't find it out of all that, then I, I have no suggestions for you other than call your neighbor. Call your neighbor and they'll figure out how to help you get it through. But I really felt like my gut was telling me that I needed to finish this whole series off with a young man and a young woman of the future and this young woman that I'm going to talk about now has been around in my zone for a while. And I'm not sure I have to ask her, but I think she gave me a CD of some of her music a couple of years ago. I'm not sure. But I want to give you a riddle and think about something. I want you all to think back when you were at the age of two. Now, my guest this week, while the rest of us at guests were slacking off and playing with our toys, the guest this week was actually starting to sing and dance in musical productions all around the Chicago area. See, doesn't that make you feel <laughs> like we we were just lollygagging around while this young woman, McKenna, was out working? You know, and I was thinking about that and how destiny made an early appearance in this young girl's life and how this talented little darling was able to step onto her own path of what she's supposed to be doing at such a young age. I, I think I was thinking about that this week when I was writing the show. It's like, who does that at two? But anyway, this is the young woman I want to introduce to you. Her name is McKenna Shanholzer. Sorry about that. McKenna, are you there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> I did the best. Say it again for everyone so we get it right, my dear. Shanholzer is my last name. Well, see, you say it better than I do. Well, because it's yours. I bet your mom has the cutest pictures and stories of when you were young doing these musicals, and I bet oh that gosh. she, I bet they're darling, are they? Oh my gosh, they're so cute. <laughs> I have ones of, I used to have, sing um, with a karaoke machine in my backyard, and I have ones with a microphone, and I'm trying to act like Britney Spears. They're actually pretty cute, and once you know musical, what? Your mom better hold on to those because they might, you know, once you become famous, they're all going to want to see those little pictures of you and, you know, <laughs> gather up all the stuff so when everybody can say, we knew her when, when she sang karaoke. <laughs> but I wanted to share the rest of your story. And then I want to listen to a, a cut that you are have out there right now. You know, I was thinking about this, McKenna, and you know everyone has 
setback. And you were telling me a story this week about how you were doing musicals, like I said, until about ninth grade. And it's like in ninth grade you were left out of the musical cast in your freshman year of ninth grade, correct? Yes, I was. Oh, and, you know, that just hits you in the heart, doesn't it? It's like at any age. And, you know, every artist I talk to goes through these setbacks. But here's my favorite part of your story. We we talked about this. You tell in your own words what you did. Okay, well, I was very, very, very upset about how I didn't make the musical. I had grown up with it, and I thought it was my thing. But instead of changing it, and being negative about it and sitting around and moping, I started playing the guitar and I started writing songs. And I think it was someone's way of telling me that that wasn't my path and that wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And that first time when I wrote that song, it proved to me that I'm home, that I'm supposed to be here right now. And I think making not making the musical showed me, showed myself that, that's where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, it's such a grown-up wisdom-like thing at such a young age to really follow what we've been talking about in the last couple of weeks was, is empathic thought, which is another fancy word, McKenna, for intuition. <laughs> like you said, your right. gut and something inside you. And it's amazing to me that at such a young age, and I don't want to keep dwelling on that, but how blessed are you that you were able to pick up the sign, and I guess Spirit wants you to be front and center, my dear. She doesn't want you to be out in the crowd with the rest of them. So what was the name of your first song? What was my first song? Yeah, what was the name of it? Um, it was called Be All Right. Really? It was see only- how appropriate. I know, it fits it fits it perfectly. Well, I wanna go ahead and we'll talk to you a little bit about your whole inspiration and everything, but I wanna play this first cut and you know what it is. It's your song called The Girl You Love The Girl You Love, right? Did I get that right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So take a listen to McKenna and see she sings like an angel. You guys see what you think. Here it is. Many you see me as breathing. He took my breath away like it's so damn easy. Impacted by you touch me. Can't you my eyes are sparkling? You say hold on tight. Every little thing will be alright. Could a guy like you You're being too. I'm always here for you. 
That's the first time you've heard your song on a radio, right? Yes. How does that feel? What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that? Absolutely amazing. <laughs> I, I get such a good feeling. I get really, really happy. I know. You sound excited, and I'm excited that I get to be the one that puts your, your music out on the radio for the first time. Now, let me ask you one question before we get into this. Didn't you give me a CD to listen to a couple years ago with a song on it? I think I did. Yeah, do you remember that? I was going to ask you about that at my wellness center. I I think we met sometime, and I came back and I played it and went, wow, this is really good. And in my head, I kind of filed it away like, hmm, I better stay connected with this young woman for some reason my gut just told me, see that empathic stuff that I always talk about. Um, yeah. Stay with her because I think she's going to go somewhere. Okay, so enough of that. In this series, you know, I was talking to a lot of successful musicians, and they've all been at different stages, but the one thing that they keep talking about is spirituality and this inner calling. And uh, an essence of themselves feels like they have to write. Do you feel that same kind of sense of soulful calling to do this? I know we talked about that on this just a minute ago, but how does your soul and your own empathic feelings about it? I don't think my soul has ever felt better in my entire life, to be honest with you. Every time I write, I get this rushing feeling inside of me that I can't get anywhere else. And when I write, I fit in somewhere, and, like, maybe at school or somewhere else, I don't fit in perfectly. But when I'm writing, I feel special, and I feel like I can do something that other people can't. And I I, I can't even begin to tell you how it makes me feel. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm just trying to take that all in because the way that you said that, McKenna, what do you mean that you feel like you fit in? I know that's... By the way, I don't think we told everyone that you're a junior in high school now, so that was two years ago. So you're smack in the middle of your high school years. And one of the things that I hear constantly around kids in high school nowadays is they don't feel like they fit in. But why do you say you, when you're doing music, it feels like you've come home and you feel like you're fitting. Can you explain that a little bit? Because I feel like I can write something that other people can't, you know, um, make me stop doing it. I can do it freely. I feel free. And at school, I feel like I have to be in a certain box where people can't get inside. But when I write, I feel like my box has opened and I'm free, that I can fly, that I can do whatever I feel like doing. 
and people won't judge me. I feel like people appreciate it more. That is unbelievable. So the question I have for you next is a follow-up that, and I you don't have to answer this, but have you been bullied at high school, or do you just seem to have your own crowd, or is that a part of why you write? I know I wanted to ask you what inspires you to write. Is this whole genre that you're talking about, being outside the box and stuff, is that what inspires you to write? Yeah, I've, I've been bullied a lot before, and it's been a hard thing that I've had to take on, especially as a little girl, and even in high school. But there's other things that I've been through in my life, too, that are very, very hard to take on. And I think I've turned it into something positive, and it's made me stronger, and I can write about it and tell people that it's okay. And I, a lot of people certain people inspire me, like certain situations that I'm in, good or bad, or experiences that I'm living in, or sometimes I write about people that don't even exist, which is probably odd to say, but maybe <laughs> Yeah, that is a little <laughs> odd. You must, you must fill us in on that. You write about people that don't exist. Oh, Lord, tell me about that. Okay, well... Obviously, like, their personality has to exist somewhere in this life. Right. But I've, I've never met someone like that, or I've never been in love the way I'm describing it, or certain things that I've never experienced before, and I'm writing about it like, I've, like I'm living in it. And I, for some reason, feel so connected with that, and I'm not sure why. That's a really good question that I'm still trying to figure out why I feel so connected with that. So it feels very comfortable to you, like you've been there, done that, deja vu kind of thing when you write about these kind of things or people that you make up in your brain. You know, and that makes sense to me, McKenna, because you haven't had the experiences I have because right. of your age, obviously. But right. you are able to pull from situations that you know, like I was talking about earlier, so when you hit that wall, McKenna, and if you could say anything to other kids out there, and songwriting and that kind of expression, writing poems, is some is such a powerful way to get through things. Can you run down a short process of how you use music and situations you're in to compose these songs and lyrics? A lot of times when something happens, like I get bullied at school or things happen or happy things happen immediately, writing, just the thought of writing, even writing it down as a list or writing it in a journal will pop into my head. And I just writing it down makes you, makes you feel better and makes you feel like it's put away safely and you don't have to talk about it again. But when songs come to me, it will come out of nowhere sometimes where I'll be at school and I'll have to run to the bathroom and record it on my phone or else I'll forget. Or I'll be reading a book and the idea of something will happen and I'll have to run downstairs and write the idea and then the song will flow out. But all of my situations like bullying or my parents getting divorced or certain situations that I've been in, writing about them I think makes me feel like they're in a safe place and I write about them positively that other kids can understand that it's okay and it's not the end of the world and that 
they'll be okay in the end. So do you write your songs for your peers, or do you write your songs and compose your music for anyone? I mean, do you have a target audience that you think about in these ad- imaginary people that you make up in your head? <laughs> do you have a certain group? I don't think necessarily. I think it depends on the song because certain songs talk about the bullying or the pressure or certain situations that a teenager will go through. But then other things will be like a love story about marriage, and I've never even experienced that, but grown-ups have. So I think right. it depends on the song. I'm just taken back by that, the way that you are able to manipulate and think through is such an old soul kind of thing. Did you, did your parents teach you this or is it something that you innately just grew into as you grew older? I've I've always been very, very mature and older than I think I am. (laughs) Um, Right. Especially around my friends, like sometimes it's hard to make friends because in high school people can be very immature, and I'm not like that at all. And I think I have certain people in my family that are like that, but I think I've just grown up and watched the world and thought to myself that, you know, I I should grow up mature. And not even that, it kind of just came to me. I mean, I don't I want to be a good person and I want to be a good soul to everyone around me and to myself, or else it's, like, not fair to me, you know? It's good to be a good soul. You are so right, young lady. I'm glad you said (laughs) that. But, you know, one of the things that I know, because I'm an artist myself, is that we spend a lot of time alone. You know, there's some times where you don't want to be around people or you just, have this urge to be quiet in the world right it's not a quiet place do you it's have not. that same you know and do you have that same sense of being alone and people think it's a sad place and for me oh. when i'm alone and contemplating it's a place of inspiration and quiet thoughts I bet I would lay everything I own on it, McKenna, that you do the same thing. You you have it nailed. <laughs> that I my friends will drive me crazy. They always want to do something, and I'm like, uh, it's a Friday. I kind of just want to stay at home and read books and write songs. And I love being in my room alone. I just I feel more comfortable, and I feel like it's not a sad thing. Like people think that like being locked in your room and it's like depressing or things like that. But being by myself in my own body and thinking about myself and doing things for myself, it's it's a good thing. Being alone for me is a really good time. Honestly, I, I can't even begin to tell you I feel calm and relaxed. And I get things done that I want to do in my future. And I don't go out and do things that teenagers do. I focus more on what is going to happen in my future than right now. And it sounds like when you get quiet, you're not destructive with your thoughts. You're constructive. And I try to teach adults how to take those adult timeouts, and I think you're right. They're very 
sacred times, but I really believe that it starts at a young age. So kudos to you, my dear. And (laughs) let's let's tell everybody that McKenna and I are not depressed when we're in our silent place. (laughs) We're actually inspired and we're regrouping and we're writing things to share with the rest of the world. So I have this question. This last question for you. If you could have whatever your heart desires, young lady, going forward and creating anything you want in the world, what would it be? I would love to be in Nashville right now. I have always, since freshman year, ever since I started writing songs, I've always pictured myself in Nashville. I don't, there's just a pull inside my heart that is literally dragging me there that I can't describe. And obviously I think big because I think if you don't think big and you don't think about it and want it to happen, then it will never happen. I remember someone telling me a couple years ago that if you have another option, you think you want to be a photographer or you think you want to be a doctor and you have other options, then it's not your choice to be a singer. Because if you want to be a singer and you want to be where you, where I think I want to be, then I need to think 100%, and that's exactly what I think. Boy, if I could lay odds on it, I would put every dollar I have on you. I just have this gut feeling, young lady, that you are going to get to Nashville. And so when you get to Nashville, you have to promise me you'll come back on the show and we'll talk about the next phase of your life. I promise. Okay, good. So I know that you're out there doing gigs in your local area. Is 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 there anywhere we can find you? I know you don't have any music out there yet. That's okay. We just are introducing McKenna to the world right now. But she is actually playing. So do you want to talk about that, or where can they find some information? I do a couple um, gigs of where I live. Um, but I did a YouTube thing a long time ago that I think I'm going to start up again. Okay, great. That's a place for, for people to listen to my music. So I think I'm going to um, do a new account up there and start a new one for my music. So you better get that done quickly, my dear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so say your name one more time, and then I am going to play uh, the last cut, which is called Hallelujah. Say your last name for your, so I don't butcher it. Say your last name for us, please. Shanholzer, McKenna Shanholzer. All right. I want to leave you with this last cut. It's called Hallelujah, and I really like the angelic sound that comes from her guitar and you can tell that she's in this different zone than the rest of us so I want to play that but remember um, next week I'm going to go back and take a short break from series a series of things and we're going to debrief and I have so much to talk about the pressing current events but remember between now and then Change doesn't have to be difficult, but it is necessary to grow. McKenna, thank you for joining me on air. Thank you so much for having me. All right, let's listen to this together. One more time on the radio, my dear. Have a good night. Have a good day. Thank you. 
Thanks for joining Jillian today. Don't miss her famous at-home personal enrichment lessons. You can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change. They're simple and nothing like you've experienced before. Just like Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. So change already. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.